0: Tether of off, we gonna tether off the mother sucker, tether off the sucker. A tether of off we gonna tether off the mother sucker, tether off the sucker, a tether of off we gonna tether off the mother sucker, tether off the sucker, a tether of
1: Shorten that up a little.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that. Whatever, man. It's a great song. I love yeah, listening to that.
1: They're not gonna come after
0: us. Did you know?
1: I say it with all the confidence in the world.
0: Did you know that everyone behind us is just yelling as we're recording? Yeah, just, that's like that's cool. Most professional place on earth here. But did you know, Hav, that that was the song that Abby and I were announced at my wedding um not like you would remember that it was 10 years ago but yeah i mean i don't
1: remember yeah that
0: but that was it that song that was too. it yeah awesome came into that
1: nice. it's a great fun so that's fun song. at the hall after you the, know when they're like and yeah. it was actually like ernie the first time introducing Mr. yeah and Mr. did you
0: meet her yeah you met ernie that day oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i <laughs>
1: Ernie and I got to know each other quite well. Right? Yeah, so
0: did everyone else at the way <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a fun, that was a great time. That was man. a good time. But yeah. yeah,
0: so Ernie did the announcements, and that was the song that we came into. Nice. That's yeah, a great song. It is a great song. What's going on, man?
1: Now, they're watching a lot of like, serial killer shit on Netflix, so I'm in like, a serial killer state of mind right now.
0: That's always an interesting state of mind to be in, but it's a very popular one. It's a true crime, man. True crime is a big thing. I'm telling you.
1: I'm not like, is, well, I kind of like true crime. I don't know. Like, I kind of like uh, Forensic Files and shit like that, too. Oh, yeah.
0: Those are fun shows. Yeah. They're fun
1: shows. Yeah. yeah. Wrapping up a murder in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun. It's nothing like a plucky murder. Get
0: I know you're not the biggest. you're not the biggest podcast fan. You don't listen to podcasts all the time.
1: No, rarely. Almost never. But I've tried a couple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, if you listen to a few that you really liked, like, like no. the Steve, I remember you listened to the McNair, Steve McNair one, was one good. which was that was a really good one. And then
1: one. I started listening to yeah. one about different serial killers. It was so disturbing. I stopped. Yeah. I was like, this is not. Well, that's what I was going to say. The,
0: the true crime thing is like a phenomenon on. On on uh in podcasting, I listen to one like a week or if there is one that we're in the middle of, we listen to them all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. It's fascinating to hear. And people are just like raking in cash with that category. It, they're super, super popular. Yeah, I think they always been, too. Yeah. I like, think people have always
1: been fascinated by serial killers. Yeah, there's just
0: a more
1: ways to get shit now. <laughs> sure. There's more mediums. To- yeah,
0: there's a ton. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I always learned about like it. Yeah. it always amazes me how many there are, <laughs> like, <laughs> and how many I've never heard of.
0: Like oh, serial killers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like you he know, just- that, you know that super crazy blonde looking lady from England.
0: No. So, all right. So, See, there you go. I but no I idea. bet you it's
1: a picture you've seen. Okay. When they talk, like any, like, you know, like you watch a killer uh, show and they will yeah. like being open they'll show all kinds of pictures of different serial killers. You don't mm-hmm. know who half of them are. So there's this one, it, it, it was like in the 40s in, in England somewhere, and her and her husband fucking killed like four or five little kids. Jesus. And like taped it and shit. Ugh. And she looks fucking crazy. And like, it, it's like shit like that they would like never heard of. I was like, Shit the fuck man (laughs) jesus they fucking like recorded like these poor little kids dying and she's like what the fuck is wrong with these fucking people and then did you ever hear of the uh, another canadian serial killer uh this was canadian Uh, i'm sorry I'm, i'm bouncing around because we were talking about something off air. but there was a serial killer couple in canada yeah called the ken and barbie couple killers i think i've
0: heard of them yeah
1: so yeah. th- this woman is super famous in Canada because she's free because she fucking, they gave her a deal that if she told like on her husband and the murders, wow, she'd get immunity. It turns out like she was the ringleader. <laughs> like she was really the psycho <laughs> and she's fucking like free. I don't know. If, I think she still is. I think she's still like, st- and everyone in Canada knows her name. I don't remember it offhand. I should. Sure. But uh, I'll look it up right now. Fucking, uh, but like, she's like the most despised person in Canada. Uh, And like, I think it's still like free and like killed a shitload of people. What the
0: fuck is her name? Um, fuck is her name? Oh, Paul, uh, Paul Bernardo is the guy, right?
1: Yeah. And her name, her name, Carla, Carla Homolka. Yeah. She's like the most hated person in Canada.
0: Crazy stories. Yes. Yes. I've heard some of those stories about them. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Bernardo. Yeah, yeah so
1: they raped the bunch, they killed she killed her own little like they killed a bunch of 14 year old girls, and her sister was one of them.
0: Man. Yeah, I f- totally forgot about those names. Yeah. yeah.
1: And she and 13 rapes and four killings. Mm-hmm. Uh and apparently, like, she was like the fucking ringleader of this shit.
0: Insane. Isn't
1: that fucking nuts? That's I never heard of them. Yeah. Like maybe vaguely, but it-
0: That's what I mean. Like I re- I know I've heard numerous things about Paul Bernardo. I couldn't break it all down for you, <laughs> but yeah. I told, yeah, that's nuts. So, uh we just started listening, yeah, cuz I'd never heard of the Long Island Serial Killer and that's what we're, list- we're oh, listening we're yeah. a podcast about that right now about all these women they found in like the late 2009's early 2010's Wow, that's late 2000's early 2010's and it's it's like it's it's still a case that's being investigated literally one of the literally one of the main suspects for not the police but for everyone else is the former police chief and there's just so much corruption and it talks about basically you know the the favors that police were doing for other police to keep their jobs or or to you know um, for the um, like local government you know kickbacks and bribery and sex parties and it's just a fucking insane case where there's still it's basically it was like 10 years of botched investigations because no one was putting any effort into it really because essentially it seems like it's a giant cover-up.
1: Did they ever catch the guy?
0: Nope. Wow. Still open investigation. They're wow. they they actually released a couple new. Uh, they they released a couple images of evidence that they had never done before. It's not new evidence, but just hey, this is what we have. If anyone knows anything from it, so it's still an active investigation of. I don't remember the number. It's like nine or I think it was like eight or nine or ten, mostly women, mostly sex workers who just ended up in the basically being found on the beach.
1: Happens a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sex
1: worker. Probably the most killed person by serial killers, probably by like a
0: wide probably margin, by huge right? Margin. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: probably like ninety eight percent sex. Like what's second?
0: Spou- kids probably. Yeah, kids. With so, serial yeah. killers? Right. Yeah, because yeah. it's not. Wouldn't it just be spouses? No, no serial killers. is yeah. like
1: random people, or you know, mm-hmm. a certain type. But
0: and then just probably women.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, of course. Well, a lot of dudes get murdered too. I think that they do. Happens. Yeah.
0: Dudes like murdering dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I think,
1: yeah. They, men definitely get murdered Dudes like
0: murdering dudes over women. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and so I've watched two in a row, Murder Among the Mormons, and then I watched this other one, uh, Don't Fuck With Cats. And they're both fucking crazy, and they're both, like, driven by totally different things. This I could, this guy, Mark Hoffman, uh, in the Murder Among the Mormons. So this dude was a master um, forger. Mm-hmm. And he forged, like all kinds of like crazy documents going back hundreds of years of different things, and he was out there in Utah and was a disaffected Mormon, and started making up like false documents going back to like the because Mormonism was started like 150 years ago, so there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh, original texts and transcripts and shit scattered around the world that they still don't have that you know and that's pretty recent 150 years isn't that long ago, so this shit's still findable. Sure. and this dude like. This is a letter called the Salamander Letter, yeah, which basically contradicted the origins of Mormonism, like, it, like the 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 coming the story, the Mormon story is, uh, and I I only learned this watching this this documentary, but the the Mormon story of how Mormonism uh, started, I can't remember the dude's name, but he finds a fucking book of 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 gold, a golden book, and the book is like all gold, right, and and it, and it's. The words of the original Mormon story are tra- are inscribed on these leaves of gold, and and it says that like the dude that that founded Mormonism like ran into an angel and by divine mm. you know blah 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 started Mormonism. Was told by an angel to start this new religion. This dude fucking makes a fake letter saying that this dude <laughs> fucking. Found a white salamander in the woods, <laughs> and the white salamander like spoke to him. <laughs> so, like it completely changed, more like the origins of Mormons are from oh like my God, this like that's crazy, like this godlike celestial being to like almost paganism, right? Like yeah. this, like this animal, fucking. <laughs> so like it, it sent the Mormon Church in like this incredible fucking tizzy, and as, as as it goes on, you start to think that the so, so what happens is. This guy who's, and he also forged like letters from Washington and Lincoln and you know, everybody. Like, sure. So, there's a shitload of like historical documents that we don't know if they're real or not because he was that good. Like, no. he was the best forger ever, basically. Like, fooled every forensic uh, uh, expert in the world. When, like, when
0: was this again
1: uh, in like the 80s or 90s? Oh, okay, like not that long ago either. And so, um, he fools everyone with all these documents. So, there's all these documents in the world that might be fake that, that he forged. <laughs> we don't know which ones they are, right? Amazing. So, so what happens is there are a few bombs go off in Utah uh, that kill, like, prominent people within within sort of this, like, mm-hmm. group, like, this community. Not really Mormon leaders, but this community of Mormons, a couple collectors, because this is, I guess, huge business, these, you know, original documents, not only of, uh, you know, of American history, but the Mormon ones, too, were, like, sure. especially, right? Because yeah. people are fucking into it. Yeah. So, a couple bombs go off. It kills a dude that's authenticating. Oh, so, while he's doing this, he claims, this forger claims to have found, there's, like, 20 pages of the original manuscript that are missing. Yeah. And he claims to have found them. Or it's, like, 60. It's a lot of pages. He has to create, like, 60 or 80 pages of, like, this book that was lost. And so, he sells it for, like, a million and a half bucks, but he never made it. So, he's, like, trying to make it, and <laughs> and he's, like, and he's, and he's falling apart financially yep. because it's, and so, in order to cover it up, he like half makes it, puts in the trunk of his car, puts a bomb in his car, <laughs> puts a bomb at the at one of the authenticators' offices, and then puts a bomb in the house of a collector. Jesus! And he kills the fucking the bomb goes off, kills the the, the guy that's like verifying yep. that's supposed to verify this book, mm-hmm. kills a random collector for like no reasons, like a diversionary bomb. Just it, it doesn't kill him, it kills his wife by mistake. <laughs> And then fucking puts a bomb in his own car, trying to make it look like someone's trying to kill him. Mm -hmm. Fucking blows himself almost to smithereens, like barely survives, missing like half his body and shit. And in the back is this fake, is this fake book that he claims to have found. Right. But it's all like burnt up and bombed and shit. So this goes on for him and they think for a while that like it's high ranking members of the Mormon church that are trying to kill him. And trying to kill the collectors that supposedly had how this How
0: we never heard about this. That was
1: incredible, right? I like, know, how is this not I a know, movie? Right, exactly. Well, I guess it's a documentary on Netflix now. You can go watch it. But Yeah, what's it called again? Uh Murder Among the Mormons. My god goodness. So this dude, in order to like cover up, they never really discovered this book, kills the authenticator that's supposed to look at it, kills somebody else mm. randomly from, no can still don't understand for what reason, and then blows himself up. And to make it look like someone's trying to kill him, so you think it's the Mormon Church that's trying to kill this dude, and he find out as the thing goes on that this motherfucker, like <laughs> fucking crazy, like, it blew all these people up to cover up his own his own crime, his own inability to to produce this thing he said he had had. So I don't know how he was, how he was in such financial ruin though, because he's selling documents for like forty grand and shit. Yeah, and it went on for years. And the thing was, like, someone would be like, man, I wish I could find, like, a Martha Washington letter. And, like, magically through, so you'd be like, dude. <laughs> but his forgeries were so good and yeah. he, like, that he just, like, no one, they didn't catch him until he, until this whole thing happened. Yep. But, I mean, there were, like, all these historical documents all over the place. Is People, he still alive? Yeah, he's still in prison in oh, Utah. Okay. He got life in prison in Utah.
0: That's amazing. He's either
1: alive or recently died, but I, th- I think he's That's alive. like Catch
0: Me If You Can Part 2, dude. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is. It was <laughs> Like crazy. the next level of what that. What a
1: crazy story, though. That I was like, insane. how did I not know about this? It's fucking insane. Like- it just shows you how many
0: crazy stories are out there. It's, it's Again, it's to you, it's, you watch more documentaries than I do, and I listen to the podcasts or are, are a lot of the ones I listen to, and it's the same stuff. Like I was kind of quickly telling you about Dateline just did one called Mommy Doomsday about- I mean I don't remember names at all but a, a mom who essentially just decided to go absolutely insane with her this man she fell in love with in the Mormon church. She was a Mormon but this is a guy who had like this new belief system and all of a sudden started calling her husband, you know, and kids zombies that because they didn't fit into like whatever that next level was going to be and then mysteriously her husband dies from a gunshot from her wife's brother because it was quote unquote self-defense. And then all of a sudden they decide to move to uh, Idaho and no one ever sees the kids again. Literally no one ever sees the kids again. So the cops come because they're doing, they're doing checks to try to find them. And they're, you know, they keep saying like, Oh, they're down in Arizona with their friends. And then they would call and show up to the house and they had disappeared. They find, and they end up finding the couple in Hawaii, just hanging out, living, and just still, no sign of the kids. So finally, they arrest the mom for basically, you know, being—I can't remember exactly what what the the charges were, but essentially it was like we can't find your kids and you're ultimately responsible. We believe that you've done something to them. So they they put throw her in jail, maybe for obstruction. I can't remember. Uh, the husband though stays out of jail. Then one day he. <laughs> the fucking cops show up at the house, go out and dig out uh, outside the house and dig up the bodies of the two kids. She was living in Hawaii? No, uh, no, this was back in Idaho. Sorry. Uh, okay. But they were living, she was living at that house with their dead kids buried in the backyard. That's like, fucking... talk with no remorse. Oh, yeah,
1: it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Like, you hear some of the phone calls where he's like, they're going to find him. And she's like, oh, okay. All right. It's like, oh my God. And Idaho doesn't have you can't plead insanity in Idaho. So I who knows if she even would have, but I mean she couldn't even try that route. So she's yeah, she's in jail for us for life. Actually, she might be up for the death penalty up there. Oh really? Know, but, yeah, they could gave- cuz it's very it's it's very recent, but it's just it's fucking insane. Like again, it's the things like it's amazing these stories go by that you think like how could this ever happen and fuck they happen all the time.
1: It is weird how and people get pushed into that shit for different reasons, but they must have that in that in them innately, right? Like this Hoffman dude, apparently he said he grew up lying and like got a thrill out of lying and fooling people mm-hmm. and started forging shit really early. Like as a kid was forging coins. Right. Was making coins look like there were ancient coins or or much older coins and, and making money off those. Oh, he actually, that's crazy. He actually sent one to like the FBI lab to have it authenticated. And they did. He was like twelve, and that's when he was like, I'm really good at this. <laughs> and like turned it into a career. <laughs> but anyway, a guy like him that, you know, okay, he's a forger, but it didn't take much to drive him to, to murder. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that's the part that fucking uh, fucks with me is like, geez, I can't imagine thinking that like, all right, my solution to my financial problems is fucking killing a few people gruesomely with these horrible bombs. Yeah, like, and it's
0: interesting because, I mean, at least from what we know, and I mean, he's still alive, but Frank Ab- Abagnale, who was the Catch Me If You Can dude, he was like, he started it off because he was just kind of running away from his life and he was just really good at, you know, impersonating other people and it ended up in jail, but then he just ended up working for the FBI. Right, but forever. he didn't kill people. Never killed people. Yeah. Only people that are hurt is just because he was running away from them. Like, he he was just he was just making sure that he was going to be safe and wanted to try something new. So, completely different personality from what you're talking about.
1: Well, right, yeah. and, th- and so he's classified as a serial killer because he killed more than one person with these bombs. But then you... Then I watched the Don't Fuck With Cats thing, and that dude is a just. Completely, yeah. That's I mean, why you
0: think more about a serial killer, like John Wayne Gacy or something like yeah, that. He's just yeah, just fucking nuts, sure, right? Sure. And
1: this motherfucker's so dumb that everyone knew who he was.
0: Yeah, Like, this he just, wanted people just, to know who he was. This just some, yeah, this just sounds like a fucking lunatic at the end of his, like at the end of his rope trying to figure something
1: out. Well, though no, he started it young. He was like. No,
0: I'm just saying, like, this situation, though, oh. seemed, like, extreme, right, for him, even for him to throw a bunch of bombs everywhere and try to get oh, out this of c- dude. scenario. Yeah, Mark Hoffman. Oh, sorry, the, the were you forger? talking about the cat dude? Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that kid was, like, your prototypical yeah. fucking psycho sure. fucking serial killer guy. Sure. But this dude's, like, you know, he's obviously shady as fuck because he's <laughs> lying for a living, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, forging documents and shit, and that's probably risky. It's a high-risk business in and of itself. Plus, you're fucking people have big, big money, like, enough money where they might come after you. Right? <laughs> right, yeah. So it's dangerous, and there's that whole element to it, but... I mean, the seamlessness with which he went to just killing people. And then you hear him interviewed. At the end, they they, they play his interview that he has with the prosecutors to determine whether or not they're getting parole or make him eligible for parole or something. Yep. And he just has, like, no remorse at all. (laughs) Like, it's just so matter-of-fact. It's like, well, you know, I mean, I was just trying to survive. I don't really see, you know, what's wrong with that. You know, if you just look at that part of it, I'm just trying to survive. I don't really see... You know, I think anyone would do the same thing, like that kind of mindset. Like, really? That's, you really think that? You really think anyone would do the same thing? Really? Like, if I'm fucking laying on my Mastercard bill, you think I? You know, most people would send a pipe bomb. Like, okay,
0: <laughs> don't worry, it's right around the corner. What are you talking about? So anyway, people are fucked. People are. F- yeah. Oh, I just thought it was the show for a second. Did you hear me stop from saying yeah.
1: fucked? People are completely <laughs> fucked.
0: They are dude. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a wonderful place that we're, we're at, but it's, it's the, there's some great there. I'll tell you this though. There's just great content. If you just want to fall, fall down the rabbit hole of how crazy fucking humans are. That People are making just great documentaries, like you said, and, and shows about it right now.
1: But the don't the, the, the don't fuck with cats on like Facebook group. Fucking knew who he was and like was trying to tell the Toronto Montreal police Mm and wouldn't listen to him. Like they'd already figured out the case before he killed anyone, and they warned the fucking Toronto police that this dude lives in your city and this dude's doing this stuff online, and they fucking ignored
0: him. Right, and then he killed someone someone
1: in Montreal like six months later, and then they told the Montreal police who he was, and they fucking wouldn't listen to them either. (laughs) Oh Canada! Oh Canada!
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh, And
1: this guy, so this guy only killed one person, but mm-hmm. he recreated the uh, the Basic Instinct scene where she's like on top of him, and fucking ice picks the dude to death. Oh Jesus! So like, he recreates that scene, uh, and he fucking after the fact cuts the head and the feet off and the hands off. And he fucking sent one. He sent a foot to Trudeau. He sent a foot to the head of the Tory party. Oh God! Just randomly for no reason, just for notoriety. Like that was it. He just wanted the story to get a lot of attention. So th- he really
0: is that. It's like literally is like a bad movie about hey, let's it was, become famous. Let's yeah, murder a couple. Yeah, people. Yeah, and he yeah. thought his
1: whole life was a movie. Like yeah. like he was trying to recreate like American Psycho and Basic Instinct, and he right. was like obsessed with Basic Instinct. And it's a weird was like movie to be starring with. in a movie. You could see him like he'd go by security cameras like well mm-hmm. before he's caught and shit, and like preen for the security camera and shit, and be like it's so, like. And at the fucking murder scene, he left his ID. <laughs>
0: Well, so he's not a serial killer because he's it's like just he th- He threw this dude idiot. in the garbage, except for the head,
1: feet, and he cut yeah. off his head and his fucking feet and uh, arms and legs, and fucking, Gosh. he threw all this guy in the garbage except for his head and his hands and feet, and fucking, like, with the garbage, threw out, like, his fucking, his fucking driver's license. Incredible. <laughs> and, like, he'd been posting online for years, really, about himself. He's like a... He's a self-promoter. Like, he wasn't Mm -hmm. a model or an actor, but he's trying to be a model or an actor. And he, like, created all this fake buzz about himself online. Like, all these fake fan forms and shit. Like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. And, um, like, wanted everyone know who he was. And fucking, you know, commits this, like, gruesome murder. (laughs) Fucking posts it online and leaves (laughs) his fucking license in the garbage can with the fucking dead body. And so they knew who he was. It's amazing. And the Montreal Police Department... They have this Facebook group uh, t- try to tell them, and they think that fucking the serial is the actual victim at first because they find the license. They think he's the victim, and you got this Facebook group going, "No,
0: no, this guy did all of this stuff to cats back in the day. He's clearly a lunatic. This is what he's posted. This is clearly." Yeah, and they knew a guy. it was him that yeah.
1: posted the video that, of him murdering that person. They oh, knew it, gosh. like they knew it. It was easy, like they knew, like terrible man. So it's fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. Incredible. What a wild story.
1: Yeah. Nuts. That didn't happen that long ago either. Thanks. It was like 2012 when they caught him or something. Never oh, heard really? of it. Never heard of it. Yeah.
0: I'd never heard of it either. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking insane. Yeah, was, yeah. All these crazy stories. So
1: happening. anyway, that's the world we live in.
0: It is. You know what else is the world we live in? Questions. The people that send us the questions and we have a, this, we are a, double digits this week. Double figures off. We're scoring in double figures this week. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Of course it was two weeks of asking, but Hey, we'll take it. Anyways. Uh, you can always send us questions at b strength pod on twitter brute strength pod at gmail.com we'll start with um at yeah i fish what is the worst job you've ever had and why mine was insurance salesman sucked big time
1: wait say that again sorry
0: what is the worst job you've ever had and why and then he said mine was insurance salesman it sucked big time (laughs)
1: <laughs> that sounds awful. I've had a lot of shitty jobs. So How far back do I want to go? I mean, every job you have out of college sucks, especially if you didn't go to college for something specific. So that job always blows. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like I worked at Rail Europe for a while. That job sucked. But it was like a cubicle sales job, whatever. I think my worst job. I don't know. So many fucking shitty jobs. It's probably working for CalPerg. What's that? So the Perg system. It, the the Perg. Every state. Every system. Every state has one. It was founded by Ralph Nader. It's an environmental. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an environmental protection and like it's a it's a very liberal left wing kind sure. of uh, organization that protects the environment. Mm-hmm. That's the organization I told you about that it's told you Ralph Nader founded. And I was working there that summer because it was one of those like, hey, you want a fucking job that pays like 30 bucks an hour or 20 bucks an hour sure. or something? It's a little. So. Yep. so anyway, one of the big things that we're working on a few things, it was getting Shell to stop dumping mercury into the Bay of San Francisco, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, actually, I,
0: I could agree with that. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Campaign finance reform is huge. There's a big one worked on all summer. Those are like the two main fucking things, right? It's mm-hmm. so about halfway through the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Nader enters the fucking presidential race. It was like 96, 98, maybe. I guess it would be.
0: He ran in two thousand. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it
1: was the summer. So he enters the presidential race, and the first thing they do the next day when we come in for like our morning fucking you know powwow is a like, guys, 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 and this is when I figured out it was full of shit. We got to scrap the uh, campaign finance report reform uh, campaign. You know, Ralph's going to run for president. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Oh, I see how this goes. <laughs> 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 Fucking hypocrites. But this job was terrible. So <clears throat> you'd go to different towns and shit, and they'd give you like a. Where few, were you? Is this, I, this is when you're. In I was California? living in Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you go. So you meet the, the main office, of courses in Berkeley. Of course. From there, we would go to different towns. I went to Palo Alto one day. Oh, that's cool. And so, and you and you canvass these neighborhoods, and they give you like a. So many square blocks to cover. And you go door to door, knocking on the door, asking for people donations to, like, save the environment and shit. Oh, God. And it was terrible because, like, half the people, like, wanted to kill you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sometimes you'd get dropped off in a decent neighborhood. And other times you are like, what the fuck, <laughs> <man?"> <laughs> I remember I was in this one neighborhood this fucking, like, killer pit bull thing trying to start fucking chasing me and shit. Like, I was in the movies. I was like, holy fuck! I'm, like, running for my life. It's a fucking terrible job. Terrible job That sounds awful I I was all right at it Like I always met my numbers And all that shit But it was Mm. awful You'd walk miles and miles Just knocking on the door being like Would you like to save the environment Fucking (laughs) Did you know that Shell Oil companies Were dumping mercury Into the Bay of San Francisco Blah 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 Breast cancer rates Like three times The national average All this shit So That was the worst job I ever had
0: That sounds terrible I did some good I guess But it was the
1: worst job I ever had
0: Uh, I'm gonna That's some interesting cats though yeah, I'm sure you did.
1: Yeah. I, was... I mean like the most left wing organization, the most left wing place in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, dude. Seriously, that's yeah. great.
1: Yeah, like like what, half <laughs> step away, all... like half step away from Marxism until N- Nader and runs. And then, the then president. they all went
0: corporate the minute that Nader goes for their go- goes for the gold. Yeah, that's great. It's great. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
1: So one of the things Nader that dog. stuck with me my
0: whole life. I, did I? I may have voted for Nader actually in two thousand. I bet I did. Oh,
1: Nader's cool, dude. I mean, he did yeah. a lot of good shit. Yeah, he was also a little crazy, but of course. But yeah. he's like he like insisted the cars had seatbelts and shit.
0: I like crazy. I don't mind crazy. <laughs> Crazy's fun.
1: Well, he was. Yeah, he was originally a consumer rights activist. Mm. Yeah, that's really what he was. He's trying to get people to make cars that didn't blow up. And yeah,
0: how dare he? You know, stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, worst job I ever had was buffalo wings and things.
1: That sounds terrible. Yeah, it was it was just
0: <laughs> disgusting. It was just the just washing old chick chicken shit. Did you
1: did not eat like chicken wings from like a chain chicken restaurant to this day because of it or
0: I, I no, because I'm an idiot, but and I love chicken wings. Oh, but yeah. it was just I don't know, man. Working food I love food and I love to think that I could have that I could have like this sweet badass restaurant that I remember working in a food place and it was disgusting. I have another one actually. Yeah, gross.
1: I worked at a high end restaurant. Just
0: cleaning toilets and shit.
1: Oh, I'd have to do that. Like
0: cleaning toilets where it's not your toilet. The worst thing in the world. Yeah. Cleaning your own
1: toilet's the worst thing in the of world. course. So you were like a grunt. Or were yeah. you a
0: manager or something? Like
1: why were you washing toilets? You're a grunt, dude. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Total grunt. Not only that, but I didn't at the time I didn't have my own car. I had a license, but I didn't have my own car, and they said, no worries, you can just work at the Westbrook one. It used to be over where Amato's was. And um, like one of the first days I was working there, they showed me a schedule, and I was working in the Portland one that was on exchange at the time. I'm like, <laughs> oh, great, this, this is great. <laughs> and then they were like, uh, where's your car? Are you going to be delivering for us, too? It's like, oh, God, no, I'm not <laughs> delivering for you. Sorry, I'm 16 years old. I have no interest in being... Driving, you know, driving around. This is the time where I didn't know Westbrook and Portland. I was 16. I right. didn't know anywhere. Did so. Way around, yeah. yeah, so it was it was a horrible job. Horrible job.
1: I was a waiter at a high end restaurant for a very short period of time. That was fucking brutal, too. Because mm. you started out as a bus boy. You got to learn all the etiquette and all the bullshit, oh, you know? Yeah, of course. And there's nothing worse than busting tables at an expensive restaurant. There's like a upstairs, too. it. had to like carry the huge tray. It was awful. I hated it. <laughs> and so you'd work lunches to like train to like be yeah. good enough to work you had to do like all the wine shit right and mm-hmm. it was fucking brutal it was awful i hated it
0: i worked in the olympia sports warehouse i think but it lasted a month yeah i worked there for like two years it was a miserable job but it was an incredibly wild and fun experience so i can't say it's the worst yeah, it's job. Not a bad job yeah No. like the job sucked mm-hmm. but it was fun people
1: yeah, most jobs suck if you don't love what you're doing. Right, right.
0: So yeah, but like, it's also the place where I realized that if you just kind of show up to work every day, you're going to be promoted. <laughs> right, yeah,
1: you just go. <laughs> it's like high school. It is. You yeah. just show up. The
0: most important thing is just showing yeah. up, man.
1: Here in high school, you just show up. You're going to get Fake through. Fake it till
0: you make it kind of job. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Anyways, uh, we got a bunch here. So, uh, at Rye21K, who I believe was our Green Bay Packer caller, if you could remove or change one rule in the NFL, what would it be and why? Replay. Just getting <laughs> yeah, rid of replay. That's easy. Yeah, just absolutely tossing replay. If that's not replay though. <sighs> um I got one. If the ball comes out backwards, it's a
1: fucking fumble. All right. Like, I don't care if the quarterback's arm was Oh, minuscure. like, intent
0: of throw? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if the
1: ball comes out backwards, mm-hmm. it's not a forward pass. The ball went backwards. You can't call it a forward Even if his arm's going forward and the ball goes backwards, the ball's not, like, it's a backwards pass. It's a yeah. fumble. So, I would like that rule to be changed because that rule's fucking stupid. That is a replay. That is a bastardization. That's something that can only happen in replay. Only with replay could you have a ball going backwards and be called a forward pass. It's the only way it could happen, only with replay. So it goes back to the, all things bad in the NFL do go back to replay, but that's such an all-encompassing thing. I mean, the whole you'd have to get new refs, but that would make the refs better. That would make you know the 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 emphasis on getting the call right on the field in real time would be a thing rather than a bunch of four eighty-year-old dudes like staying around looking at each other being like, uh. And you know what they do? They fucking wait for the replay on the big screen anyway to make the fucking call. That happens all the time now in the NFL. They all stand around. Like, how'd you see it? And they're all like peeking up at the board and like, touchdown. So getting real replay would fix bad officiating and it would fix a lot of these really fucking stupid rules. Like really stupid. The ball coming out backwards being a forward pass has got to be the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And that's easy. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. I mean, if you throw a lateral and it goes backwards, the guy fucking doesn't catch. It's a fumble, right? Why, why is that not a fumble? Anyway,
0: so Yeah, that's true. Like you literally, if you pass the ball backwards it's a and you don't get hit, it's a fumble. If you get hit and you throw the ball backwards, it's not a fumble. Yeah, it's like it's, it's incredibly dumbest stupid. fucking thing I've ever heard in my that life. That is true. So. Um I would I would like players to be able to fucking dive like lunatics and if they hit the top of the center's head, so be it, or long snapper's head, so be it on field goal attempts. I love when the, the dude just kind of dive over and the stupid rule that if you like you can't even it. graze anyone, it's a penalty. Yeah, fuck off. Well, the center. I mean, it's, I understand it's. We got get hurt. Man. I understand Hav, but this yeah. is a this is a hypothetical. No one has right. to die in my hypothetical. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyways, at Drunk Vigilante. Ah, what's your go-to hangover? What is your go? What? What's your go-to for hangover food, Havs? I know you don't drink anymore, but what was yours if you had one? Mine is Chinese food, chicken lo mein, to be exact. Thank you, drunk Fidelany. Chinese food is good. I will tell you what is—you know—strangely enough, right here, Coca-Cola. This is what this was an iced tea from Wendy's. I used to go in college. Wendy's iced tea, junior bacon cheeseburger, French fries.
1: Not so much from like alcohol abuse, but maybe from other kinds of abuse where you wouldn't eat for a couple days. I would get (laughs) I would always get Valley Chinese food with a pet with Pepsi with a six pack of Pepsi or McDonald's. Because Valley is the only place that used to deliver my house in Scarborough. Believe it or not. Valley Chinese? Yeah. On Forest Avenue. Yeah. The only place in the greater Portland area that would deliver to my house. So I would get like a sweet sour chicken, some pork fried rice, and like a six pack of Pepsi. And nurse myself back to health over a day or two. <laughs> Valet or McDonald's. Valley
0: Chinese wasn't bad. It's
1: all right. wasn't great. Mm. Chinese food kind of sucks though. I've i decided I don't really like Chinese food that much.
0: Oh really? Yeah, it's I love it's Chinese
1: pretty food. shitty. I mean, like. Well, Hol- I love Americanized Chinese. Holton Maine is the best Chinese food in the world. Uh, Taste of China is the best Chinese food restaurant in America. It's no in kidding. Houl- it's in Holton Maine. I want to try it. But uh, typically, like, Chinese food kind of sucks. Huh. Spare ribs are greasy and nasty, and I'm just not a big fan.
0: Uh, I, I, love I like Thai food. There you go. I love some of the places in Portland. I can't remember them now. Szechuan Kitchen. It's a wonderful place. Uh, anyways... Have you guys, uh This I'm sorry. This is Jason V. Hey guys, in honor of March Madness, what was your favorite player slash team in the tournament growing up? Thanks. Who's your favorite player at WVU when you were there? Uh, ooh. My,
1: my for me, growing up was the UNL, 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 UNLV teams. I yeah, I was those too teams. young, really, for those. That was Wheelhouses junior high for me. Because I love Miami football and UNLV yep. was the same fucking thing in basketball, so I was like, I was all about it. I love that. Stacy
0: Ogman. Yeah, the whole group. Greg Anthony, Larry Johnson, Tark. Yeah, that was, that, those teams are incredible.
1: Uh, Greg, Greg I, Anthony seems like so not the kind of guy that would have been at that place at that time, too. Oh, but. That's true. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> he's, like the other guy, sure, yeah. but Greg Anthony? <laughs> I know, he's very. It's like, okay.
0: He's very polished. But he loved
1: it there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he talks about it once in a while, and you know, he's got nothing but good things to say.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm sure he had a good time. (laughs) I'm sure he, he too, had a good time. But they were awesome, too, so that helped. But uh, I would say probably Fab Five. That was your favorite team? Yeah, growing up. It was hard not to love that, the the five freshmen starting. And, man, the only time I'd ever be a Michigan fan at anything (laughs) was probably during the Fab Five run. Plus I, I hated the Fab. Fight. Plus I hated Duke and North Carolina. Yeah. So I know it's a
1: tough call because all those teams were good. Yeah. And they they all, were the anti North North yeah.
0: Carolina state teams, right? The, the teams in the state of North Carolina. So, yeah. And then I was a huge Maryland fan really for a while. And they waitlisted me. Joe Smith. Is that who they Joe are? Smith. Oh. That Stevie good. franchise after that. It yeah. oh. was
1: that coach. Greg, uh, Greg Williams. Is that his name? Yeah. Gary Williams. Gary Williams. Yeah. yeah he's got terrible
0: hair. Yes. <laughs> At M-C-H-I-S-H-E-D. M-C-H-I-S-H-E-D. <laughs> Anyways, have you guys uh, heard of the sport World Chase Tag? 20 seconds to tag or evade. Evading equals one point. Tag prevents the point. Five-man team with one V-1 on the course. Made up of parkour experts, stuntmen, and free runners.
1: <laughs> i'm sure the athleticism is insane and i don't think i'd watch it for eight seconds so it sounds terrible you know honestly.
0: and the reason i bre- reason i kept this question in because i really have no idea how to break it down since neither of us clearly have heard of this would, crazy would simone bile play.
1: be like the number one pick
0: i don't know it's a good question but here's the deal javier world chase tag league liked the tweet <laughs>
1: really <laughs> yes
0: wow so they
1: don't get mentioned a lot
0: right so maybe if the maybe i'll watch a video and if it looks absolutely insane maybe we'll get them on to talk about it for 10 minutes or something like that but it was pretty funny like they still, literally liked the tweet i was like it's oh.
1: tagged though i mean you know what's gonna be it's gonna be crazy it's like this guy's doing flips and shit <laughs> like it's gonna be right. that part would be amazing but
0: after five I think minutes after though, like 30 the point?
1: seconds you're gonna be like okay right. cool
0: right well i'll be like when do you do the when do you do all the the cool things that you see in ninja warrior
1: well, yeah, they probably do. Like, probably run up walls and do flips and stuff before you getting tagged. I wonder if there's, like, obstacles in the – like, is this an open gym and there's nothing to climb like, on? Or is there – are there, are there structures get, that they... you can climb up and do flips off of and shit? Or?
0: How many how many of those do you do before the guy just waits for you to come back down and tags you?
1: Well, I guess it's timed, right? So you can just, he's got to come I get you. He him. said it was timed. Oh, okay. It says that.
0: 20, oh, 20 seconds to tag or evade. You oh, so do? everyone's
1: it. Yeah, how'd you do on your reading comprehension part of the SATs? Man,
0: <laughs> better than math. <laughs> dude, I go back and always think there's no way I re- really read those questions right. You're yeah, like right. Cared at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally like halfway through. I was like 10 like, minutes late to mine. <laughs> right, yeah. To a party the night before. I remember we would all show up. All the kids, we all partied together. We were all taking the SATs together. Everyone would just show up together. I think it was at Deering High School we had to go to. and all these gorm kids together like oh man
1: yeah well i was living in mass <laughs> and so it was at, it was a, at a private school milton academy i'd never been there mm-hmm. and they're like it's a fucking you know fucking white supremacist hall and right of course milton academy i'm like I, I don't know where white supremacist hall is so I, I, got, I ended up being like 10 minutes late like i found milton mm-hmm. but then i couldn't figure out which fucking building was the right building so i walked in like 10 i I was literally 10 minutes late to my fucking sd <laughs>
0: Uh Jamie and Gray, Javier, have you ever considered recording your rants? I could see it in addition to the podcast schedule, Javier's weekly rant or something like that, sports, politics, whatever.
1: I think the show in the, in the podcast pretty much. You really need more rants from pretty, him? Pretty much cover it. <laughs> like,
0: how much more do it's, you need?
1: It's all available to you. <laughs> it's true. There's not many. I mean, I guess Dance could just record me walking around the studio. That's but, true, but I yeah. feel
0: like you save most for the air.
1: I do, yeah.
0: Like, you and I will yell at each other from time to time, but other than that, most rants are just going to be public. Public yeah. knowledge.
1: Yeah, I'm not too shy about saying what I think.
0: Uh, rest in peace, Harambe checking in. Oh, yeah, Harambe.
1: <laughs> Forgot about Harambe. <laughs> That's great. I mean, like, I feel horrible that I think it, it sucks. The gorilla got shot, and like that mother's an asshole for letting her kid fall in. But if that was my kid, I would take the gun and shot him myself. Well, yeah. ever, of
0: course, every parent would, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But I still think it's ridiculous that that. It how do you let that? your fucking kid fall into a fucking gorilla pit? That's like, a really
0: good question. Jesus, yeah, that's a really good. question
1: I'm like two aisles over at fucking at fucking Coles uh, while Izzy's looking at toys i'm trying to pick out some clothes for it i'm like looking over my shoulder every probably every eight (laughs) seconds to make sure she doesn't get abducted Mm. fucking falls into a gorilla pit all right (laughs) what the fuck are you doing
0: fucking falls into a gorilla pit anyways r.i.p harambe checking in dude something to consider about the space hotel how easy could it be to just take over are there actual laws that could prevent you from simply taking over control and ownership of said hotel? Are there spa- will there be space security, or is it just a bunch of underpaid staff in horrible working conditions? Fucking space, am I right? And lame-ass <laughs> robots that aren't murder-death robots yet. Could you literally just go and take control? I feel like I it's- th- Well,
1: you'd have to be like a SEAL or like a Marine or something to be able to do it with hand-to-hand combat, because I don't think you're sneaking a gun onto the fucking rocket. Right. Like how are you gonna get arms up there?
0: You're not. You would like you said, you would have to just be able to you just it would be old school. You're stronger than everyone else.
1: Yeah. 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 Or like some like well, terrorist group gets funded by like the Saudi government, they pay for the whole trip and somehow they they you know, they book the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, what do we figure out? It was like $100 million to book all of it. Yeah, it was, I think. Because it well, held 400 people. 400
0: people was like 60, what is it, 24 rooms? It's 24 or something rooms. Like that? And it was yeah.
1: $5 million bucks a room. Yeah, some, yes. So, that's $100 million bucks. So, like, some wacko, lunatic, like, super rich oil guy that's like a jihadist could probably rent out the whole thing and send a whole jihad team up there. Maybe they could take it over and crash it back into Earth. I mean, that'd be a pretty spectacular terrorist attack. Wow, that would be wild. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a great movie. It would S- be. Just thought of it. What do we call it? Is that D- Die Hard?
0: <laughs> Die Hard Five? <5? laughs> yeah, that's what you call it. Because John Under, McLean un- Under Siege Three, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Which which old man are we getting to save the day? <laughs> <laughs> Under
1: Siege Three. Under Siege Three.
0: What was uh, Van this time? Dan- they've got a space station. Sudden Impact Ten.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I dude, I should be. I can't believe I don't write movies for a living.
0: So, easy- we are having a screenwriter on in a couple weeks.
1: Easy plot. So we got to add this to our movie yeah, list. Yeah, that's a
0: great idea.
1: Easy plot. Fucking super rich oil guy that's a there's a secret crazy jihadist rents out the whole space hotel. Mm-hmm. They send was it 400? 400. They send 400 jihadists up there. They yep. took over the hotel easily 400 people sure. all all in unison. Sure. And then you crash the fucking thing or do you like take it over and start taking out satellites and you shit? You know what
0: they did have? They thought they rented out the whole hotel, but one room was rented out to a Dude. very reluctant husband and his wife, Right. John McLean. John, I, I don't want to go on any too old for this shit. <laughs> oh, Lethal Weapon 7, we're talking? <laughs> they finally or get to go on a trip together? Armageddon 2? too it's fucking Bruce Willis up there with his fucking... The ghost of Bruce Willis? <laughs> it's
1: true, because he dies, right?
0: He's a force ghost like s- <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, ben and it's his kid. It's Stop a, it's banging fucking, my daughter and use the force. Yeah, it's Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck's kid.
0: Right, because it's definitely not Ben Affleck. And so
1: he's the grandfather. He's the fucking, for, yeah. he's like the Darth Vader or Obi-Wan Kenobi force ghost. Who he's ghost, never met because he's he never was gets, dead. But the force ghost like guides him through mm-hmm. retaking the fucking space hotel.
0: Right, and Steve Buscemi's still crazy.
1: So the space hotel, Johannes, what they're going to do is they're going to go take over all these like, satellites that have nukes on them and shit, oh, and they're yes. going to nuke the United States. With all because they're going to take over all these satellites in outer space. That's a great idea with the space hotel that they've commandeered. Mm-hmm. Fucking genius. Thank you. They just made us $100 million. Thanks. You're welcome, Hollywood. I can't believe I don't write fucking movies for a living. <laughs> You can tell me someone would buy that fucking script.
0: Don't buy that script in two fucking seconds. Everyone would watch that movie in two seconds. Two
1: seconds, everyone yeah. would watch that movie. It's great. What should we call it? I don't want to. I don't want it to be a sequel. What should we call it?
0: Ooh, good question.
1: Hotel Jihad? Nah, it's
0: too easy. It have to be something space related. Space Jihad. <laughs>
1: Um man, what would it be? Terror from space? Space terror.
0: <laughs> It'd be something like no reservations. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I gotta think of a name. I gotta think of a name for a fucking space fuck would it be you're like, is it have to be like deep impact or yeah 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 no reservations <laughs> or like
0: orbital threat Ooh,
1: there you go it's I pretty like good that. right yeah yeah <laughs>
0: it's so great like who's the cool guy nowadays that what does that like who's the cool tom action cruise? star he's still cool tom yep, cruise i would totally it. have tom cruise do yeah. it still he could yep. be like an astronaut or something yeah
1: Like a marine Mm -hmm. or an air force fucking. He's like, listen, I'm 65, but I'm still the best. Is this Top Gun four,
0: three? Is this Top Gun three or Mission Impossible (laughs) ten? Again, there's a lot of different ways you can go with Tom Cruise too. How about Nick Cage? Don't hate it. Don't hate it.
1: Yeah, has a cool name too. His name's always awesome in movies.
0: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like
1: Kane. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what is it? Memphis Reigns is Memphis Reigns yeah, is fucking, fucking, best name name ever, name. Yeah, Memphis. fucking
1: best name ever, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Memphis. best name ever. Memphis Reigns? Yeah. Unreal. And then what's he in um that that's is that
0: That's gone that's, in sixty seconds. Or
1: what's he in Conair? It's like Bo, no. Is it Bo or fucking it's something like that? What's his name in fucking Conair? It's
0: super twangy.
1: <laughs> it's great too. It's like
0: Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe. Yeah. That's right. Cameron Poe.
1: Poe. 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 That's right.
0: But it's hilarious because it sounds and they it call li- him Poe the whole time. Right. And it right. just literally Poe. sounds like Cameron Poe sounds like a a, a mid to late nineties country singer.
1: <laughs> like he's
0: so Poe. He's. Poe. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's great. What was his What was his name in the Rock? I feel like his name in the Rock was pretty good too. Oh, I don't know. I can't it's a remember. Great fucking movie. Good
1: movie. Really good movie. Uh, Sean, of course, I
0: look it up and it's just the rock. Sean
1: Connery's so fucking good in that movie too.
0: <laughs> Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> she was the prom queen, bro. <laughs> uh. I like when
1: Sean Connery's getting like his hair cut and somehow like gets all the FBI agents like hanging off the fucking roof. Oh yeah, because he's got like a handkerchief or something. Mm-hmm. It's like all I need is his handkerchief. Oh, to that's kill right. All of you.
0: Nick Cage was Stanley Goodspeed. That's all right. Yeah, the great. What are you talking about? Do you know what "good speed" means? <laughs> God speed, man. How did you know? Or whatever his line. Is. It's like so stupid. You'd write better scripts, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling this you. This is going to be a great movie. Well, Tom Cruise is probably perfect, though. You're right.
1: I want to. Ke- I got to come up with a good name for it. Do you though. need like,
0: do you, or do you want someone? Do you want more? Is you want it more comedy?
1: Well, I did, no, I think it should be, like, you know, serious
0: action movie. No, oh, okay.
1: Because they're all stupid. I mean.
0: Yeah, because I was like, you want to go, like, Martin Lawrence fun? Because we could get crazy here.
1: No, this is like a serious action mm. movie, Dax. I love Martin Lawrence. This is serious, like,
0: Under Siege. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a great flick. Hey, all Under right. Siege had Tommy Lee Jones and about, Gary Busey. They like, well, had some legit actors.
1: Steal the orbital part. Orbital kill.
0: Orbital kills good too. Yeah, it's good. That's good too. Orbital kill. Space Holocaust. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, guess it's going to be a nuclear holocaust cuz you're going to take over the nuclear fucking right. Satellites and shit. Mm. It's fucking brilliant.
0: It is amazing, man. This is a great it's a idea. Great fucking yeah.
1: idea. And it turns out that, like, the Iranian government's involved. hmm It's fucking awesome. What a great movie.
0: <laughs> the tagline could be something like... <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, I'm laughing at it already. You'd be like, if you get killed from space, does anyone hear it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because, like, space sound, you know what i Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Great question, R.I.P. Harambe. Please email us again. Uh David in New Hampshire. Hey guys, if you had to cover one team in any sport, what would it be and why? Favorite team, crazy team, crazy owner team, who would it be? Well, it wouldn't be baseball because there's no way in fucking hell I'd want to cover a team for 162 games. So that be, is true, because are we
1: traveling and shit? Oh, yeah. So it'd be no, the NFL. Definitely the NFL. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once a week. We're going to go. Easy as shit. Uh, probably Arizona. You go Cardinals? Why? Wow. Wow. Nice it's place so, to live. Everywhere they go, it's not snowing. i so in love with Kyler Murray. I thought you would want to be, I thought you'd want good weather situation, too. Like, what's where's the worst you're going? A trip out east, like, every other year?
1: It's not a bad point. Maybe like the Raiders now that they're in Vegas. Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. I mean, you are do go
0: up, but that those are great games. And there's the Cowboys yeah. would be awesome because
1: yeah. of the fucking. You got the owner. You got the owner. You yep. got the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the facilities are amazing. Much, yeah, and that's as like you know, is I don't know if there's anything more NFL than Dallas Cowboys, right? True. Um Yeah, and then you know you have got the rabid fan base. You got the good weather. Great division. Great owner. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The most. It's probably my East Coast bias from where I grew up. But to me, the NFC East is like really like the NFL. Yeah. I mean, it's the Giants, the fucking Bearhawks. Phoenix Cardinals. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah the, Well, St. Louis Cardinals. Well, for me, it was the Phoenix Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember vividly the St. The Louis, St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I think Cowboys is probably the answer. It's
1: You'd good. go Cowboys too?
0: Cowboys or Cardinals. Yeah.
1: I might go you Giants.
0: How about the Vegas Raiders?
1: Yeah, that's what I said, just said. Yeah. yeah. That'd, that'd be a good one, too.
0: Do a couple of years in Vegas? Yeah. Wouldn't be bad. Good
1: weather again. Yep. yep.
0: Uh M checking in. Okay. Hello, M. Hey, guys. Favorite game from these video game generations? The Nintendo era, Sega, SNES, PlayStation, and beyond? Well, Nintendo, it's clearly Little League Baseball World Series. Easily the best game ever played since we play it every day.
1: So, I remember when I was a kid, though, like Mario Brothers was fucking amazing. Or Super Mario Brothers was. Super Mario really Brothers 3 was incredible. Yeah, when we first. Yeah. You know, when you're first dealing with that. Remember how
0: drugged out Actually, Super Mario 2 was?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, because I played it recently. It was really weird. Super
0: strange. Man. Um,
1: the original Atari, I used to love Grand Prix and Pitfall. Pitfall was awesome. Yeah, Pitfall was dope. Grand Prix is awesome, too. Uh, River
0: Raid. I liked River Raid a lot, yeah. too.
1: And then in television, I could go on for days. I mean, in television, had. <laughs> Just a million great games. Television, I think, for its time, I, I think PS5 and 4 now equaled what Intellivision was at the time, but Intellivision's system was so far advanced from Atari's, and their sports games were so fucking dope, and Atari's were so fucking bad that, um, you know, like, every like, Intellivision horse racing is one of the best games i ever played. Like, can't get it, no one ever fucking, you know, it'd probably be impossible to find, but like, that game was dope. Baseball, hockey, football, all their sports. Basketball was all, you know, like basketball was five on five. Hockey was five or six on six. Um, and, you know, it was legit. Like Atari hockey was two on two. Intellivision hockey was five on five with c- computer sure. controlled goalies. And it was fucking awesome. You had slap shots. You had fucking penalties. It Slappers. was It was way better. Like, netters? it was it was awesome. No, I don't think it had matters. No shit <laughs> slam my hand. but th- that system was fucking awesome that's cool. awesome
0: yeah that's cool and
1: then super nintendo mario kart was fucking the super balls. nintendo
0: mario kart then n64 was was bond i
1: didn't really have N sixty four. golden eye was awesome
0: or but that was also when playstation was taking over too and playstation had tons of really good games honestly the final fantasy 7 was probably the best game in my opinion there and then moving forward uh all, you know fifa has been great for years and I think Madden's uh, my all-time favorite game. Yeah, college, but it was college football. I mean, the college football games were, will always be my favorite, and the last one I thought was absolutely amazing. Can't wait for that series to eventually come back at some point. But, yeah, that was my favorite game.
1: Madden's still my favorite, although I, I really like NBA 2K. I've been playing that a lot. It's been fun. That game's dope.
0: Yeah, it's a fun game.
1: Um, But it's a little like you got to play well the whole time. <laughs> and you got to be really good on D. It's like. I feel like I'm drained at the end of a two K game. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta like take a minute to like, you know, collect I, myself.
0: I definitely celebrate a lot on and ones. Even like when I'm pat not even me shooting, if my teammate gets an and one You're like one yeah like, and one. And one. <laughs> it's great man. It's a great game. Yeah. Lincoln checking in. Hey guys, what is the sporting event not in the United States that you would like to attend? You've already done it. You, I was to say, running with the bulls in Pamplona. <laughs> right. I don't know if that
1: inc- I don't know if that counts as a the sporting sp- event, but running with the bulls in Pamplona hey. will always be the coolest thing I've ever done.
0: ESPN2 used to show it every That's year. true. So, yeah.
1: I know, Counts for something. Show it now, that's more of fucking a fucking
0: more of a fucking sporting event than the goddamn hot dog eating contest. I agree. Yeah.
1: Like you're literally risking death. So running with the bulls in Pamplona is easily the coolest thing I've ever done. It's easily the coolest thing I ever will do mm-hmm. other than like, you know, having kids and stuff but
0: like it's like a sure.
1: you know um and I want to do it again before I get too old
0: that'd be cool yeah uh I'd love to go to the Olympics at some point um I think the Monaco Grand Prix would be quite a stunning thing to see cuz it probably means you're rich if you're there and that would be dope uh or you know I think 24 hours of Le Mans would be incredible too so
1: I want to go to a Super Bowl
0: that's in America did he, oh, it's
1: not just outside of America. Outside of America. Oh. Reading comprehension. Actually, I be listening. Comprehension, Mike. Yeah,
0: uh, dog the bounty hunter checking in. Uh, oh, actually, we've already answered this question. He literally asked us, What are we watching these days? Well, I think we kind of talked Uh-oh. about that to start the show. Um, bu- 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 and finally, Dan, uh, porn. what porn? F- oh, <laughs> what kind of porn are you guys watching these days? Uh, Dan checking in, what former world leader? From before golf was around, would be the best golfer. Uh, golfer, excuse me. I'm thinking Eric the Red would have had a mean drive. Eric the Red,
1: <laughs> like a Viking golf dude would just crank, play with like a skull and like a bat. Who would be good at golf? I don't know. That's a why golf? It's Such a weird question. Because <laughs> we love golf. When I mean, you talk, we talk about golf. Yeah, I know. But you think like football or something? Like,
0: well, maybe he'll. Maybe the next question will be football.
1: All right, so we do you need to be good at golf. You need to be like intense, but like emotionally
0: stoic. There's got to be some stability here. You, you yeah. can't yeah you can't you be fragile. Be like,
1: yeah, yeah, you gotta be like mentally tough, but mm-hmm. not necessarily not like a loud mouth or anything. Um, I bet you like like your prototypical or, or maybe stereotypical. I guess might be a better way to put it. Like. Wise, ain't like old Indian chief guy. Mm. Like super patient, super wise, doesn't say much, but like can look at a hawk and knows what the next three years of the crops gonna be. Like that dude. Like I like that. Like super Indian guy. Sure. Like, super native guy. The guy that's yeah. like the balls when it comes to being a Native American chief. Sure. That dude would be a great golfer because he'd be fucking smart. He he like. He'd approach it like Grant Stanbrook approaches golf. When when Grant goes to play a golf round, he literally takes half an hour to sit in the quiet dark and visualize every hole and every shot. It's like that's like Yoda shit. That's what Grant does. <laughs> right? And then he like goes and does it. And and then he taught Paul Korea that stuff, right? Like meditating and all this shit. Sure. So I'm thinking like wise, ancient, Native American, tribal leader guy. That's like, you know, the one you think of when you're like the guy that really has his shit together, like doesn't say shit, just like looks at a kid. and The kid's like, fuck. Right. Like commands his people sure. without yeah. really saying or, yeah, you know, just, you. you know, wise. Mm-hmm. That dude would be a dope. Because also he'd be an incredible athlete, like you're surviving in the wild, riding horses and shit, you know, fucking hunting animals. Like your athletic prowess is very highly fucking honed at that point, too.
0: What about. And you've
1: got the mental acumen and like the spiritual sure. connection with the earth and shit. That guy'd be an awesome. What player. about like Alexander the Great? Too hot-headed, right? Like too I don't know, too but bloodthirsty he, and yeah, shit. He was. See, I don't think any of those. Like, I don't think any of those guys.
0: Like Charlemagne. He was a little bit more uh, stable, was not he? Charlemagne. <laughs> Fucking Charlemagne. <laughs> well, he's like creating countries he, left and right here. And didn't he turn back the uh,
1: the Moors and shit? Isn't that isn't he the one that turned back the Moors at the French border because they had they had stirrups and the Moors didn't. It's like one of the big early uh technological like differences in an early mm. war that, that won the war. The French, I think, had stirrups and the Moorish fucking invaders didn't. And the guys <laughs> with the stirrups were more stable on their horses, so they won <laughs> the battle. <laughs> I think that was Charlemagne, I'm not sure. I dig it. I might be getting my stories mixed
0: up. Whatever. It's very possible. It sounded fun. But Yeah.
1: No, I don't think you could I be like a to. bloodthirsty, like world takeover guy. I think you gotta be like stoic, appreciate my land, take care of my people type guy. I don't think conquerors would make great golfers. Do you? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, you need that killer instinct, but you need the killer instinct within like this like calm of wiseness.
0: It depends on how. Like, you have to be wise to be good at well, golf. Well, it depends on how level-headed you are as a conqueror.
1: That is true, but most show incredible flaws and weaknesses that end up getting them, you know. Sure. So I know no one's no one's ever conquered the planet entirely, you well,
0: know. Except Jeff Bezos.
1: Well, that might be happening now.
0: But, yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. Well, like, is this, yeah.
1: The name dude would be tough and relentless and, yeah. you know, would, would be a ferocious killer, but... Mm-hmm. All of that would be controlled within like this stoic, wise encapsulation, which I think is what makes a golfer great, right? Sure. The killer instinct without losing your fucking marbles. Yeah. The assassin type. Yeah.
0: Like I think Genghis Khan. Golf was around. Genghis Khan'd be a terrible golfer. Golf was around, but I bet you Abe Lincoln would be pretty, uh, pretty solid. Probably yes. Good size. Yeah.
1: Tall, lanky, but I think he was a very good athlete.
0: No, he was a little, he was a little, uh...
1: Like, Genghis Khan be a tough, like, dope football player. Ooh. You know? But I don't think he'd be a great golfer.
0: He'd be bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably a little bored. Yeah. Yeah. When's the killing? Not enough fucking and killing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> When's the fun?
1: Dude, no, to tell you, at one point, like, they said, like, something like 20% of the world's population was, like, a direct blood descendant of Genghis Khan. <laughs> Fucked so many women. You're pregnant like tens of thousands of women. <laughs> is that amazing? Yeah, that is amazing. Like 20% of the world's population yeah. at one point was like a descendant of Genghis Khan. Jeez. This is like, you know, f- I don't know how you know, a few hundred or, you know, several hundred years ago, but sure. is that fucking nuts? That is nuts. Yes. I watched this show, on, I think it was on History Channel or something. It was trying to find genetic Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, where we switched from caveman to modern man. And and there was a long period where both existed at the same time. But they were trying to find genetic Adam and Eve. So they went through all the people throughout history who had shitloads of descendants. Like Alexander Hamilton had like thousands of fucking descendants <laughs> and shit. So some of these really rich, powerful families over the course of human history have produced a ton of human beings into the world population. And so they were trying to follow bloodlines from these, you know, mm. really significant historical families that that had populated the earth basically. <laughs> Or to a large degree. And, like, Genghis Khan was so prolific that, like, literally, like, 20% of either Asia or the world, I can't remember which, was, like, a direct descendant. He impregnated, like, tens of thousands of women. He <laughs> fucked, like, ten women a day or something. Got impregnated. It was crazy.
0: That is nuts.
1: Imagine he's just, like, every day just fucking and killing, fucking and killing every day. Expanding the empire. <laughs> it's, like, amazing.
0: That is. That's crazy. leaving your fucking mark, right? That is. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Like you fundamentally
1: out changed now. like human history by your presence on Earth. That is incredible. like the gene, the fucking
0: gene pool. One in two hundred men are direct descendants of Genghis Khan.
1: That's fucking amazing, dude. One in two hundred. <laughs> what, dude? That's what's that fucking? That's like half a percent. That's crazy high, and that's now. That's now, it's That's like a thousand years after the fact.
0: This is from discover.com discovermagazine.com. That's amazing.
1: Those are fucking nuts
0: in two. Uh, so here's the article in 2003, a groundbreaking historical genetics paper reported results, which indicated that a substantial proportion of men in the world are direct line descendants of Genghis Khan by direct line. I mean that they carry the Y chromosomes, which seem to have come down from an individual who lived approximately 1000 years ago. As Y-chromosomes are only passed from father to son, that would mean that the Y-chromosome is a record of one's uh, patrilineage, I believe is how you say it. Patrilineage. Yes. Genghis Khan died 750 years ago, so assuming 25 years per generation, you get about 30 men between the present and that period. In more quantitative terms, uh, about 10% of men who reside within the borders of the Mongol Empire, as it was at the depth of Genghis Khan. May carry his Y chromosome, and uh, so and so 0.5 percent of men in the world—about 16 million individuals alive today—do so.
1: Fucking crazy, right? 16 million.
0: Yeah. So one in every 200 men now,
1: thousand Mm -hmm. years later, still. Yeah. So I think when he was alive, that number, that percentage was much
0: fucking higher. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like one in three. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This sounds like
1: it was like something like twenty percent of the fucking population was a direct fucking descendant of Genghis Khan at his time, or like within a hundred years of his death, or something. That
0: is incredible. It's fucking crazy, right? Yeah,
1: that's just incredible. I mean, think about that. said yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of children, tens of thousands of children. Amazing. Does it
0: say how many? No, that was it. He fathered. That was it. No. I didn't, it just, it went into some other, other names of people. I mean, he probably fathered, like you said, he probably fathered, what, thousands of kids? I would
1: think it would.
0: Man, that is just incredible. <laughs> Let's see.
1: <laughs> oh, why will not you tell me?
0: hmm no dice
1: well no the first thing I clicked open is not helping me uh super father Genghis Khan is up to 16 million male descendants we knew that okay here we go how many kids it's unknown they don't know yeah it's thousands yeah he died in battle Died in battle with the Chinese kingdom of Zijia.
0: One of his own children was thought to have had 40 sons. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so I'm telling oh you, my man. God, is that
1: so fucking nuts? nuts. <laughs> I, it's the thing I remember most about. There were a couple of Americans, like I said, like Hamilton. Like mm. I think it was Alexander Hamilton had a bunch. And there are a couple other prominent American families, like in our country, that there's a lot of lineage mm-hmm. to still directly. But the Genghis Khan thing, like globally, I was like, holy Fucking
0: shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh so again, thanks everyone for all the questions. You can always send them to us uh, at b strengthpod brute at gmail dot com. Doesn't have to be a listener question of the week. We will always take uh those. Anything else? Uh, are we ready to play a little baseball or what? Yeah,
1: let's play some fucking ball. What are we? Oh yeah, we're we're well excellent.
0: Hey, we're not required to uh,
1: go more than an hour and ten minutes, so. <laughs> <We're> fucking idiots. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I should. Oh, I still forget. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like, just quickly, if you're a fucking, I'm not even going to single you out grocery store because I like you, but this is bullshit. If you're going to open at nine, have your shit out and available at nine. Don't, don't make me ask the fucking person behind the counter where the soup is and then have that fucking person like treat me like I'm an asshole and tell me it's not required till 11. Plus don't they open at like seven? I don't know. Yeah,
0: I was yeah. there at like nine thirty. Right. So, so they yeah. had no excuse. So it's
1: like, and and like like we, the soup doesn't have to be out there. It's not required. To, I'm like I'm like by who? What required. the fuck are you talking about? People go grocery shopping once a week. If your doors are open, have your shit out, assholes. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And by the way, every other grocery store, the same brand that mm-hmm. that makes their own soups, every other one's always stocked. Fucking anytime you go in there, just this one. It doesn't have to be other fucking 11. Well, fuck you. Because now i got to come back, you dickhead. So I went to a different one. Mm. Fucking assholes. Jesus Christ. Really? Like, it was not required. By who? <laughs> it's like, I took Izzy... Quick, and then I'm done. I took Izzy to the dentist not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And um, they wanted to take X-rays of her teeth. I was like, fuck you, no. Fuck you, take X-rays of my kid's baby teeth for her. Fuck off, right? Like, I don't want her getting pelted with fucking radiation. She's fucking five. So... Um, so like it's getting a little bit contentious, not with the dentist, mind you, but with like the dentist's assistant. And so she says to me, Well, it's required. And I said, By who? She's like, uh (laughs) Like, what do you mean? Like, is 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 there like a is there a national fucking x ray mandate that I don't know about from the US government that requires my child to get zapped by fucking radiation when she's five years old for something that doesn't matter? Uh, I'm gonna send the dentist in. Okay, you do that.
0: <laughs> I never got X-rays when I was a kid. No, I didn't either. Yeah.
1: And so the dentist came and wanted no no part of me because yeah. she had heard the mm-hmm. she had heard the exchange, and uh, she's like, "Well, sometimes you know some, some you know we take X-rays to see if there's a cavity, you know, in the baby tooth that could affect." I'm like, "Great." If She gets a cavity, we'll be back. Thanks. <laughs> Fucking, it's required. It's by required. who? You fucking twit.
0: I bet you the first time I got it when I was like like fifteen or sixteen. Like I don't think I don't ever remember getting it. No, like, X-rays me too. I me too. A yeah. With... And that's also yeah. At least yeah. a
1: teenager. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's required.
1: <laughs> okay. It's required. By who? You fucking idiot. By nobody. <laughs> oh, by our by our by our office who wants to bill for the fucking X ray so they can send it off to the insurance company. Right. That's who it's required by. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go ahead and zap my kid radiation so you can bill us a couple extra bucks for a fucking x-ray. Fuck you. Anyway, I'm done now. So. Anyone
0: else you want to kill before we leave? No, that's it. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you know who we don't kill But is... I bet you that works on people
1: when they say, oh, it's required. Fucking- Oh, I'm sure. person's like, oh, shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm sure it works on a lot of people. Yeah. Which is crazy. She was
1: getting pissed, too. Like,
0: she was so dumb, she I believed like that it. That is like highly illegal. Well, I just think,
1: like, she was so dumb that, like, she believed it. Oh, like, really? it wasn't like she was, like, she was arguing because she, like, believed it. She's like, it's required. Like,
0: dear leader told that's, me we had to. That's do when it.
1: it dawned on her when she said And I was like, and she's like, but it's required.
0: And I'm like, by who? She's like,
1: I'm going to go get the dentist.
0: <laughs> You're done. The robot ran out. <laughs> no more answers here. Sorry. Does not compute. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> She like Jesus. pops a cyanide. Fuck. She pops a cyanide. Pill. You're right. <laughs> Fuck off. She's like, I'm out.
1: It's like, oh, God, I ran into <laughs> the wrong fucking guy. Main Man,
0: yeah, main, man Flavors. Yeah, Main Man Flavors. We love Main Man Flavors. MainManFlavors.com. Great hot sauces. Great relishes. Check out the blueberry yaki uh, teriyaki sauce. Check it all out, man. Gotta love it. Ain't right and all the rest. MainManFlavors.com. And in stores all up and down the coast of Maine.
1: Yeah. Check it out. Great stuff.
0: Yeah. Other than that. Good dudes. Let's fire up some tunes and get the hell out of here. Shall we? All right. Uh, so again, follow us on Twitter at B pod at Chris Sedanka at Havelhoff. Uh, also check us out uh, via email. Brute strength pod at gmail.com. Any questions you ever want to send, feel free to do So, And then subscribe, rate, review, like us, whatever, all over all those places where we get the, where you can get the show: Apple Pods, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. Thank you so much for helping us continue to uh, grow this great show. (laughs) Sweet video. (laughs) I'm Mary, Mary, and this is war. That's right, war. Women against rock. (laughs) <laughs> we are fully committed to showing you the ill effects of rock and roll on today's youth. That's why we're here at this actual concert for Run DMC, probably the worst offender of today's morals. We are committed to controlling t- forms of human expression when those forms of human expression are starting to poison today's youth. and See, this is, is what it was like, in, like in the 80s. 80s. Now you we got revelant, your liberal
1: politicians saying the same tolerance. shit. <laughs>
0: this is not, a group. This is not a new. A it's just this repackaged. Is Let's go, girl. This is war.
1: Bring it. Yeah, here we go.
0: Sex is happening here. Rondy and Syn promo firm.